From the Heritage Foundation, I'm Michelle Cordero, and this is Heritage Explains. For just the third time in our nation's history, the House of Representatives has voted to impeach a United States president. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. No. December 18th, 2019, a date that will live in history. This is an ABC News special report. The House impeachment vote. Now reporting, George Stephanopoulos. Good evening. We want to go straight to the floor of the House where you see right there the first article of impeachment against Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States, has passed, does have the votes to pass in the House for violating his oath of office, abusing the powers of the presidency. You could hear from the Republican members on the floor, chance of four more years. Not a single Republican member voted for impeachment, voted for either of the articles. It is very clear that the president has been able to solidify the Republican Party behind him. The case is so darn weak coming over from the House. We all know how it's going to end. There's no chance the president's going to be removed from office. Today, we'll sit down again with Heritage's Thomas Jipping, who was the deputy chief counsel in the Senate during our nation's last impeachment trial, which was of a federal judge. Jipping knows the ins and outs of this painful process and is ready to explain what happens next in the Senate. Tom, we last spoke a little over two months ago, and we talked about what the process in the House would be if they moved forward with their impeachment inquiry. And here we are. The House has impeached President Trump. For the purpose of moving on to the next step, can you quickly, in layman's terms, tell me what the House impeachment means? Well, I think one practical way to understand it is just the the parallel to the criminal justice process. It's not exactly the same, but there's, there's a good parallel people will be familiar with. Uh, someone gets indicted for a crime. That would be like the impeachment. And then it goes to the trial. And that's what happens in the Senate. So basically, uh, the impeachment is a formal accusation, a formal charge, if you will, that the House of Representatives, or at least a majority of the members, have voted to accuse President Trump. Uh, and and they, they did that uh, with regard to abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And then the Senate has to try that impeachment. So here we go. We know you know about this. What what happens next now that we're in the Senate? Well, the, the Senate has a specific set of impeachment trial rules that they adopted back in 1986. And that spells out uh, quite a few of the details about who's responsible for, uh, for what. Uh, in general, um, just like in a criminal trial, you have a judge and a jury. In the, in the impeachment trial, the Senate itself is the judge and the jury. And the Senate itself is responsible then for making decisions about uh, what, you know, whether they're going to call witnesses or questions about uh, evidence, things that the, that the judge would rule on, you know, if you watched Law and Order, let's say. Um, and, and they'll do some of that in a resolution before the trial begins. The Senate will pass a resolution filling in some of those uh, final details. Uh, and then the trial will get started. Basically, both sides will present their case. Uh, the House sends – the House is the prosecutor. They send 
they'll choose a few members and they'll send those over and, and those, they call them house managers. They will present the, the house's case, the prosecution's case. So the house is still involved. It's not, they, they are, you know, yeah, because hands clean, Nancy Pelosi's out of the picture. She'll well, be there as well. Uh, oh, I doubt that she'll be there. What they, they'll choose uh, in, in, for the Clinton impeachment, they chose two members. Uh, they'll probably just choose a few. Uh, and those will be members who have been very involved in the process on the House side. Um, but the, the House is the prosecutor. It's their impeachment. And it's their responsibility to present their case. The president will be represented by his own attorneys. He, he's, in effect, the defendant in the trial. Is he um, required to be there? He is, he is not, although the, the rules say that either he or represented by an attorney. Uh, so his presence, you know, must be formally there, but he personally does not have to be there and probably won't be. Um, and so then the trial goes forward. Both sides present their case. Uh, senators will be able to ask questions, although there are, again, specific rules about how that's done. Um, and then, you know, during the trial, there may be uh, some questions, some motions that senators might make that the Senate will have to consider and vote on. Um, it, there's already been a little dust up before we even get the house. Before we even got the House impeachment done, Senator Schumer tried to kind of preempt or, or set up uh, some of the Senate trial procedures to his benefit. Uh, he sent a letter to Majority Leader Mitch McConnell suggesting um, certain things that he thought the Senate should do, witnesses that should be called and this kind of thing. Uh, that's not that's not the way it's typically done. And, of course, he's not even in the majority. Uh, but, but he tried to kind of stack the deck a little bit. Uh, but the Senate itself will decide what those rules are going to be uh, and, and how they should go forward. So tell me, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this. If – What's the role of the witness if the House has already determined that there's wrongdoing? Well, there won't necessarily be witnesses. Dur during the Clinton impeachment, there were no live witnesses called at all. Uh, there were um, a few of the taped depositions. Uh, if I recall, uh, for example, with Monica Lewinsky, they were some excerpts of that were played, but there were no live witnesses. It was the questions that were asked were asked of the two sides and of the two sides' attorneys. Um, and that's the, so that's the way it was done in the Clinton impeachment. And, and I think that's the most straightforward way of doing it. S Senator McConnell responded to Senator Schumer's letter in a pretty forceful way. And he said, look, it's not the Senate's job to, to, to have a do-over. It's not the Senate's job to, you know, fill in the blanks that the House left or to continue investigating what the House started. The Constitution gives the House the sole power of impeachment. They did that. And now it's the job of the Senate to try the impeachment. I think the, the Democrats in the Senate kind of want to blend those two together a little bit and, and uh, use the Senate trial as a way to continue to go after President Trump. But that's not what the process is for. It's not a do-over. The Senate will conduct its trial, uh, come to a decision, guilty or innocent, and then move on. So would you say almost in a sense that the Senate itself is the jury, that they've heard – what the House has provided, and now they will yes, among the, each other decide. The Senate is a combination of the judge and the jury. And the, what they have to consider is both the process that occurred in the House, 
culminating in the arguments that are made by both parties in the Senate trial. Uh, in, in 2010, which was the last impeachment that the House did, that was of a federal judge. Uh, I was the deputy chief counsel of the Senate Impeachment Trial Committee uh, and went through that whole process. Um, and, and it was a little bit of a challenge to keep senators focused on what their role actually is, because it's a very rare thing uh, that impeachment might come along. Uh, but that is their role. And when, when the, the two sides have had their say and the questions have been asked, uh, the Senate doors will be closed and the Senate will deliberate. The senators uh, and just a few other people will be there. They'll, they'll talk through and they'll vote and we'll know what the answer is. Just a quick break from my chat with Tom. Right now is such an important time for conservatives and your tax-deductible gift allows the Heritage Foundation to make the case for conservatism like nobody else can. Heritage experts, like the one we interview right here on Heritage Explains, through their research, make the case for lower taxes, cutting red tape, job-creating policies, and confirming constitutionalists to the courts. The successes of 2019 show why conservative policies work, but all of that could be undone. So please make your gift count for 2019 and give Heritage the boost it needs to defend your conservative policy victories in 2020. Visit Heritage.org and click the donation button in the upper right-hand side of the page. Thank you so much. And now back to my conversation with Thomas Chipping. Is everything going to be televised the same way it was in the House? Yes. Uh, the the Senate's impeachment trial rules say that the the doors of the Senate will remain open. It, it's it's written in in kind of a little bit of a flourish. Uh, but uh, except for the deliberations themselves, the Senate trial uh, will be open to the public. Now, the the, the Senate could um, vote to, to close a portion of it if they wanted to. But that's what the basic rule is, is the trial is open, the deliberations are closed. Same thing with uh, with a criminal trial. How long did President Clinton's impeachment take? Well, it took longer than what this process is taking. Senator uh, McConnell has made a point of saying from beginning to end, uh, this this has only taken, I say only, but 12 weeks. Uh, you know, back in 2010, when they impeached a U.S. district judge, wasn't even president of the United States, the whole process took almost a year. So, you know, th this is a... Uh, this is a grave matter with very serious constitutional as well as legal and political questions. Uh, and we are going at lightning speed, at least in the context of the impeachment process. This has never been done this fast before. Uh, and, and as I say, Senator Schumer has even tried to kind of preempt the decisions that the Senate has to make before he did that before the House even impeached the president. So it's a, it, it, it's a rush job. So what does the vote look like? Well, there were two, there were only two Democrats uh, who voted against the impeachment investigation in the House and only a couple more than that that voted against the impeachment itself. Um, and in the Senate... Uh, I, I can't see any Republicans voting for it, so it'll be a purely partisan vote. Remember that the Constitution says its it, conviction requires two-thirds in the Senate. So it takes 67 votes to convict, which means you know, they, they'd have to get 20 Republicans 
to vote to convict the president. It's a lot. It, it, it is on any uh, subject, on, on any impeachment, but it certainly isn't going to happen here. And, and everyone's known that from the beginning. You know, Democrats had other options if they wanted to really kind of denounce the president and they wanted to, to really highlight what they considered to be a bad acts by him and, and you know, a, a corruption or whatever they want to call it. Both houses have options to pass resolutions that, you know, de- declare anything they want to say. And the House could have done that. But they chose uh, the impeachment lane to be in. And that's a very specific one. And it's useful only really for a specific purpose. Um, and trying to use this process for that purpose, I think, is has done some damage to our, our structure of government and to the Constitution. But uh, hopefully soon it will be over. I was going to ask you in your opinion in I was going to ask you in your opinion what are the chances that the Senate convicts President Trump but I think you just answered that question for me. Yeah, I mean the chances were zero from the beginning. Um that that's the thing to remember. House Democrats have been filing articles of impeachment against the president since mid 2017, right? So this process this this effort to impeach the president did not start in the last several months. It started two and a half years ago. And so they've had their own objectives for doing that. Uh, I don't think anyone, um, you know, ever entertained a thought that this would result in the removal of the president. Um, Conviction, by the way, uh, in the Senate results automatically in removal uh, from office. And no one ever thought that that would happen. It didn't. It's not going to. Um, So there are other reasons, other purposes for pursuing this impeachment in the House. Last thought. Is it true that even if he was removed, and we're saying it's highly unlikely that he will be, even if he was removed, it's still the Constitution doesn't bar him from running again in 2020 unless they uh, voted well, that's true. that. The, the Constitution uh, only provides two consequences of conviction. One is automatic, and that's removal from office. And the second is disqualification from serving in any other federal office. But that takes a separate vote of the Senate. And since he's not going to be convicted, there won't be a Senate vote on disqualification. So certainly, um, uh, he can run again. He can run for re-election, even if he was convicted, unless he was disqualified by a separate vote. Uh, he could run again as well. I, I've been asked in some radio interviews, you know, because um, apparently some Democrats in the House have said, "Well, if if he." you know, gets acquitted in the Senate and gets reelected, we'll just impeach him again, right? And I said, if you think that the first president in history to be impeached and reelected, that they're going to try again, I mean, I've got some oceanfront property in Utah to sell you. You know what I mean? It just, it's, yeah. it's just not, that's fantasy. That's absolute fantasy. So the result has been known from the beginning. Um, Democrats in the House chose to go down this road. They're going to have to live with the results. Um, And and I agree with with Senator McConnell. It's not the Senate's job to clean up after uh, uh, the House's sloppy impeachment. Uh, The Senate has a job to do. They'll do it. And then we can get back to business. Thank you so much for your expertise, Tom. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The same to you. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's episode. Please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on all the podcast apps, and you can also find full episodes on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. 
We're taking a short break next week for Christmas, but we'll be back with a special episode to kick off the new year that you won't want to miss. We hope you have yourself a merry little Christmas, happy holidays, and thank you as always for all your support. Heritage Explains is produced by Michelle Cordero and Tim Desher with editing by Thalia Rampersad.